to the $100 MBA show and today is a Q&A weekend's episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question you want to ask us, just email us at support at businessrepublic.net. We'd love to answer it here on Q&A weekends. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. We've got a lot of free goodies for you over there, so check them out over at 100mba.net. Today's question comes from Judy, and Judy asks, has podcasting changed? Is it still a viable content marketing platform? Good question, Judy. For those who don't know, content marketing is exactly what it sounds like. It's marketing using content, using information, whether it's in written format, audio, video, infographics. And these days, content marketing is the most effective way to build trust and build credibility with your audience because you're actually showing people that you can actually help them rather than just saying that you can help them with an ad. So Judy's asking, is it still a viable way to content market? Has the podcasting world changed? Is it more competitive now? Is it still worth launching a podcast? Well, I answer all those questions and get into the details in today's Q&A weekends. So let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is brought to you by Hired. Hired is the world's most intelligent talent matching platform for full-time and contract technology talent actively looking for their next opportunity. Hired helps you connect quickly and meaningfully with qualified talent, more affordably than traditional agencies, and more effectively than social networking sites and job boards. You see, their combined cutting-edge data science and their personal touch allows you to find the right talent from 17 cities around the world, offering you a global reach and local expertise. Whether you're a founder, a hiring manager, an HR leader, or recruiter, Hired empowers you and your team to collaborate together on sourcing the right talent. 75% of job offers made to Hired candidates are accepted. And listeners of the $100 MBA show can try Hired for free by going to Hired.com slash MBA. And get this, you can enjoy $2,000 of credit on your first hire. Again, that's Hired.com slash MBA. So Judy's asking, is podcasting still a viable content marketing option? First of all, yes, podcasting has become more and more popular over the course of the last two or even three years. The $100 MBA show is coming up on two years now, very soon. And I could tell you for a fact, podcasting has changed since we started. There's definitely a lot more podcasts being launched It's becoming more of a competitive space. There's more celebrities and big names joining the podcasting world to compete with. But it doesn't mean that the medium is not effective. I always ask this question to people that want to start a podcast. I ask them, what's your goal with the podcast? What are you trying to do? And many people say it's just to get their name out there, to market. And I ask them, so how much would be success? Like, what's the minimum? How many people do you want listening to a podcast episode in order for it to be worth it for you? And a lot of people just say, I don't know. I don't know how much it would be worth it for me. And that's a valid answer. We don't know things sometimes. So the best thing to answer a question like that is to compare it to something that you already know, like your blog traffic. How many actual readers do you get to your blog? How many visits to a blog post on average do you get? And you can easily get this information through Google Analytics. It's completely free. If you want to really get into Google Analytics, we have a full course on Google Analytics inside the $100 MBA. But the point here is that if you look at your stats and you say, so on average, I get 150 visits to a blog post every time I publish. So if you can improve upon that with podcasting, wouldn't that be a win? 
So for example, if you got 300 downloads an episode, that means 300 people had access to your episode and listened to your content, then that's double than what you're getting with your blog. Wouldn't be podcasting be worth it then? You're doubling the results of what you get on your blog? You obviously say yes. So it's not really about the number. It's not if it's 300 high, is 300 low. It's compared to what you have right now. Is an improvement upon your marketing efforts now? So in that regard, yes, it is definitely a viable content marketing option. You also have to remember that more and more people are learning about podcasts and becoming podcast listeners. Apple CarPlay now is being installed into new cars, so people have access to podcasts right on their dashboard. They can find you easily. Same thing when it goes to Stitcher Radio. And now even Spotify is introducing podcasts. So this is something to keep in mind. You're going to get new and new audiences. The other thing is that with podcasting, when it comes to audio, audio is a different medium. I can't do anything else when I'm reading a blog post. I can't do anything else when I'm watching a video. I got to watch the video. But with podcasting, I can listen to a podcast while I'm walking through the airport, while I'm doing the dishes, while I'm going on a jog, while I'm folding the laundry. It's a lot more flexible. It's a lot easier for people to consume your content because they have it in their ears and they could do something else. The other thing is that you're with them in those intimate moments. That builds a rapport. That builds a relationship with them. So you got to see the unique qualities of podcasting. Now, having said all that, we often get intimidated because we see so many big names and big podcasts with big download numbers. And it seems like, well, can I even compete with that? Well, it depends if you want to compete with that. Maybe that's not the goal. If you're just looking at a content market, get your message out there, podcasting is a great option. And again, compared to what you're getting now, if it's more than what you're getting now, it's worth it. So just because you don't have thousands upon thousands of downloads every single episode, it doesn't mean you're not successful. Guys, there's almost a million podcasts out on iTunes. It's very hard to compete. So what I mean by that, there's only like around 30 or 40 or 50 even podcasts that are well-known in the podcast space out of a million. And I'm talking about all genres. So just focus on your own goals. What are you trying to accomplish with this? A good way to look at it is that podcasting is the audio version of the internet. You're not going to try to compete with every single website on the internet. You just need to get the results you're looking for. Now, having said all that, because there are a lot more podcasts coming into podcasting and there are more professional productions now that you're competing with, you're going to have to have a base level of production. People's tolerance for bad audio or bad editing or a podcast riddled with ums and ahs, the tolerance for all that is becoming really, really low. People are getting used to high quality podcasts. So just keep that in mind when you're producing your podcasts. You want to have a good base of professionalism, a good quality show. Because back in the day, I would say three or four years ago, if I listened to a podcast and the audio quality was not great, it was echoey, maybe the host was rambling too much, people would put up with it because, hey, there's not that much out there. And hey, the content's pretty good, so I'll, I'll go through it. But now, because everybody's production quality is so high, it's really hard to tolerate something like that. It's kind of like watching a show in standard definition, right? <laughs> It's actually probably worse than that, but the point here is that we're getting used to a certain standard of quality when it comes to podcasting. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Ruby Receptionist. How do you feel about the experience your customers have when they call your business? Better yet, how do they feel about it? The truth is, all those answering services are the same, and in order to truly wow your callers with the best service possible, you got to check out Ruby Receptionist. 
On the show, we talk about how to differentiate, and one of the best ways to differentiate your company is with great service. Ruby Receptionist is a virtual receptionist service with a five-star rating on Yelp, whose dedicated staff has been handpicked for their outstanding people skills. Just forward your existing business phone number to Ruby's super-friendly team of professionals and prepare to be amazed. Ruby's advanced calling system ensures your receptionist knows the details about your callers before answering. They'll think your receptionist is right there in your office or working right by your side. Instead, they're at Ruby's state-of-the-art facility in Portland, Oregon. It's like having a model full-time employee for the fraction of the cost. Guys, Ruby Receptionist is so affordable. There's only one way to guarantee your callers a five-star experience. That's with Ruby. Hurry to callruby.com business and get free activation, a $95 value. That's callruby.com business. To wrap up today's question from Judy, is podcasting still a viable content marketing option? Yes, it is. And it's still actually early in comparison to where it's going to go. Still about 70% of the world doesn't even know what a podcast is. So it's still growing, it's still new, and it's still a good time to join and start your podcast. And it's fairly easy to start a podcast and low costs. The barrier of entry is very low. iTunes doesn't have some sort of like, you know, screening process or approval process where you have to be some sort of celebrity. So in that regard, that's awesome. You could be a publisher on iTunes and it's just your job to make sure it's quality content that gets out there on a consistent basis. All right, Judy, I hope that answers your question and I hope it helps everybody else who's listening. Thank you guys listening to The $100 MBA Show. Guys, tomorrow we got another Q&A question from Clint. Clint says, no one gets what I'm trying to do. How can I meet new business friends? Awesome question, Clint. I will be answering it tomorrow on Q&A Weekends. And then on Monday, we have a must-read episode, another book I want to recommend to you, share with you the insights I've learned from it, and show you why you should read it too. All right, guys, before I go, I want to leave you with this. Wow, podcasting has been a journey for Nicole and I. It's been a fun, fun, fun ride. Every day, we just enjoy it. We love it. But it's, it's hard work. Podcasting is a lot of work. I would probably say that podcasting is much harder, I'd say probably three times as harder as blogging. And when I say harder, I mean time-consuming, the amount of manpower hours that is required for it. So it is fun and it has a lot of rewards, but just keep in mind, it's going to take some time for you to build a great show. Have a long-term view and you won't be disappointed. All right, guys, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.